everyone, welcome back to a severe case of my dick's been bitten and our completely biased opinions with Ian and Tyler. And you're listening to Sound Audits. So how are we doing today, Tyler? Better now. Better now. Yeah, we had some technical difficulties as always. Wonderful, high quality, hundreds of dollars worth in programs that we have on Tyler's brand spanking new uh, MacBook Pro. Right, Tyler? Two Absolutely. Policies. Please help us. Um, today... As kind of we've been alluding to, or as promised, or whatever you want to, I don't fucking know. We've been meaning to get around to wrapping up the year in sort of a list fashion. Shout out to Anthony Fantano for letting us steal his uh, uh, format here. In, in all seriousness, Tyler and I both kind of, since we are m much more prepared for this year than we were last year, and we've listened to so much more music this year than we did last year, we thought it was appropriate to do uh, another list, another top songs of the year list. This time we're doing 20 of them, though. Again. I feel much more prepared this year than I did last year. Uh, I've listened to so much music this year that it's ungodly. We both have, so... I think it we is godly. We, it's extremely. We thought it was appropriate to do this to do this video, kind of lay back and chill out and grab your peppermint tea or something like that. I don't know. Do you drink peppermint tea, Todd? Yeah. You do? I drink Hell everything. Hell yeah, Except dude. alcohol. And drink my lean, I mean, raspberry tea. We're just gonna kick back and we're gonna kind of just jump into it because we got 20 songs here and I think we're gonna do the first 10, kind of breeze through it, and then we're gonna switch things up. Shit like that, you get the idea, so, uh... I feel like the further we go down the list, the more we're gonna have to say. Yeah. So, we'll just, we'll just kind of go with that. We're gonna see what happens. I... yes. The next, like, Agreed. 10 minutes or so, though, we're gonna steamroll through some songs, so... Yeah. Let's Put your that. listening ears on and get pumped. Let's do that. Sure. Let's get it. Okay, so we're gonna start getting down the ladder here. Go one at a time. Dean, would you one like to go one. first with your number 20? Coming in hot, top of the list. Who went first last year? Did you go first? I think you went first last year. Yeah. Yes, I will go first. Top of the ladder? Sure. I mean, number 20 for me comes from um, an artist that we reviewed earlier on this year. Um, super glad that we, uh, her music. That is, uh, The Japanese House's, uh, You Seemed So Happy. That's coming in at number 20 for me. Um, super, super, super bright and also very, very tasteful. Very, very kind of mellow, but she has a wonderful voice as well. Piece of synth pop. There's some acoustic elements thrown in there as well, and... It's just one of the sweetest songs that I've heard this year, and it has a, a chorus that will get stuck in my head for hours, and the song is so unbelievably sweet to my ears, and so sweet on my soul that I had to include it in this list, because I, I just, I loved it to death. I loved it so much, so that's my number 20. Okay, so my number 20 actually comes from the last album we reviewed which was Coldplay and the song is Trouble in Town. I love the song. For one thing, it hasn't been around long enough for it to be higher on my list. Like I haven't fallen in love with it as much as I have the other songs. It's not a perfect song.
cool. My turn? All right, coming to number 19 for me, I had to include this artist on this list because she has had such a massive year that there is no way that I couldn't include her on this list. Along with, I love this song as much as people can give me shit for it. I don't care. Billie Eilish's Wish You Were Gay. Uh, I was not going to put, I was not going to put bad guy on this list because I liked Wish You Were Gay more. This song, I mean, from an artist who has had one of the biggest years in pop music that anyone has ever had period in the history of the genre like in this decade she might be one of the biggest artists ever to appear this song is fantastic it is clever in so many different ways as well as it is again so fucking sweet and this is one of the points on the album where her vocal delivery is a little bit more full and it's a little bit more out there and it's a little bit more even courageous, I would say, you know, she's- I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about me about her singing instead of the whispery vocals. Not that I have a problem with that, but I'm just glad that she switched things up on this song. Again, just a sweet, sweet tune with the acoustic guitars and her brother on the production side of things. Fantastic fucking job across the board, so. Number 19 for me was Wish You Were Gay. My number 19 is a little different. My number 19 comes in with the man Kanye West, and it is Use This Gospel. Understandable. Thought it was a very solid song. It would be higher on my list, but it had some pacing issues. I thought that the transition from the saxophone solo, which was godly, into the outro, whatever you would call that, with the auto-tuned vocals and the huh, 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 and the, the, the chime. It's a good song. So that's my number 19. Number 18 for me was an artist that we didn't get around to reviewing this year, mainly because I didn't know too much about them earlier on in this year when their first album came out. But over the year, uh, I've listened to some of their music. I listened to their mixtape, Floss, and that is a fantastic mixtape. And they released, uh, I think, a new self-titled record this year. I am talking about Injury Reserves, Jailbreak the Tesla. Holy shit, this song is a banger fucking banger alert here because the song is also so unbelievably clever with all of its like car noises going on in the background and everything like that there's so many bells and whistles and quirks to this song and it's really simple it's really really kind of rudimentary and it's structuring and everything like that but i couldn't give a shit because it's so much fun it's such a great track and i mean i i loved it i loved it to death clever as shit injury reserve is an in Incredibly talented and incredibly underrated uh, force in hip-hop right now. I would go I would go check them out if I were you because you're missing out if you don't know who fucking Injury Reserve is. My uh, number 18 here is from an artist that we reviewed and it is Click by Charlie XCX. Awesome song, but I think that what this song is is more the future than it is right now and i think that's what makes it really special to me is that i see so much in this song that i think is going to be i think i think it's the direction that at least pop music i think this direction pop music is headed and i think it's a track that we're going to look back on years from now and be like that was the start of the snowball effect so really enjoyed this song number 17 for me is click 
by Charlie XCX. Um, uh, for all of the reasons that Tyler just mentioned, this is one of the most batshit insane pop songs I've heard this year from one of the most batshit insane pop albums that came out this year. Possibly in the last decade, one of the most batshit insane pop records that's ever, that's been released. Maybe even ever. Um, it's unbelievably out there and the end is just thinking about it right now gives me a migraine because the most beautiful of migraines because the ending is a beautiful wall of computer generated noise that uh can only be described as angelic um so that's where i'm at loved the track uh loved the album So my number 17 comes from an artist who I was lucky enough to see earlier this year. He was opening for Billie Eilish. He is hype as hell. The man, Denzel Curry, Which one and his song, Psycho. I knew it. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. There's no other way to put it. It's it's so hype. It has a great feature on it. I think Denzel Curry deserves all of the credit in the world, and he was actually genius's lyricist of the year which i thought was don't blame him crazy it was between him and jid and jid so yeah it was crazy but i love denzel he had a great year too he had a fantastic year in music this year uh extremely successful dude i want to i want to see him go places so bad uh number 16 for me has to go to another group that we didn't get around to reviewing this year shame 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 that we didn't do it i've been following this group for a while now and i'm super glad that they released a successful record this year um super heartfelt very very kind of wide open record opens them up to uh, a lot of things that's the new brockhampton song sugar uh coming in at 16 this song is very very emotional in a way it's got a very very it's got an incredible hook everyone has a coherency that i haven't seen since the saturation era uh in 2017 uh they had a lukewarm 2018 with a excommunication of member amir van but they're back on their feet and they're back at it and i am so happy to hear hear them not in the form that they were in before but taking a completely different sort of alternative direction and i think that this song sort of epitomizes their success in this area so good on you brockhampton for writing a good fucking song so my number 16 is by a living character meme we don't really know who he is but he holds a special place in our hearts anyway it is oliver tree this track just came out it is cash machine love this song and i think that the music video is fantastic it just makes me love it that much more Oliver is very talented, very visual in his music. You yeah. can hear his music and remember the video that, you know, is associated with it. Everything tells a story visually that is great guy. I think he is awesome and he's also had a really big year. And this is the first single off of his debut album which comes out March next year. So, super, super hype for that. Yeah. Ready for it. My number 15 on this list goes to THERE IS NO PLANET B by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. This wasn't on their Fishing for Fishies record. This was on their other record, which the name is eluding me right now and it's going to kill me. 
but they released that in late August of this year, and that was a thrash metal album. The band has done everything under the sun at this point. Garage rock, psychedelic rock, they've done 60 psychedelic, they've done so many different things. Alternative rock, you name it, they've done it. If it's in the sort of rock, kraut rock genres or whatever you want to call it. And now they have moved to thrash metal in their latest in their latest outing. And goddamn did they do it well. And Planet B is batshit insane. It's super technical. It's super fun. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved the environmental message all over the album as well. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard had an environmental year talking about, uh, fuck you people for not caring about Planet Earth more. And I couldn't agree more. So thank you, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, for that. My number 15, it's actually uh, the first track put out by a small artist, and it's really good. It's called I've Looked to the Sky and I Found Nothing. Oh, fuck you. By Ian Hook. Fuck you. Um, I've probably listened to the song a thousand times at this point, and it has grown on me so much. Lyrics are really, really thoughtful and impressive. All right, it can be it can be uh, interpreted in a lot of different ways. Which just having a song with that ability is crazy for someone so young. Um, everybody should go check it out. You are far too good of a friend to me. <laughs> I love you. Oh God, damn it. I've lost my, completely lost my train of thought. My number 14 goes to an artist that had a relatively successful year, um, released uh, his album to pretty, pretty good acclaim. And although I wasn't crazy about the whole thing, some of the tracks on there were godly. They were angelic. They were, oh my God, they were amazing. And I think my favorite one off of that was Faith. And I am talking about Bon Iver. He had a fairly successful year with his new album. And this song is heavenly this song is a builder it starts off slow but god when it reaches the climax at the end it is a beautiful beautiful noise from the folk legend at this point and he mixes a lot of like glitchier elements in with his music with this new album as well as a lot of electronic elements that we heard from his last full-length project as well but sort of expanding upon that more with this new one and kind of going in a little bit of a subtler direction as well which i did not mind and god was this track incredible loved it to death Again, good on you, Bonavere. So my next one is now a recurring on this segment. The number 14 spot for me goes to Arabesque by Coldplay. I thought that this was wow. the best track on their new album definitely has had the most impact on me and it's absolutely the cold play that i want to hear right now and at this spot in their career this is the most mature that they've been i think on the last album between this and the other one that i mentioned earlier those are those were the best songs on the album i i think that this is the better of the two but this is how i want cold play to sound right now not that it's ever up to me or ever will be up to me but this is what i prefer so this song is pretty high up there for me this year
Alright, number 13. I gotta give a shout out to the man James Blake for his new record, Assume Form, came out earlier this year. Fantastic project. Actually, after going back to it, some of the some of my lessons, I've I've learned to like it more. My favorite track off of that album is actually Can't Believe the Way We Flow. Because holy shit, is this song ethereal and it is a wonderful piece of ambient alternative RB uh mixed in with UK electronica and stuff like that. It is gorgeous. James Blake. Blake really can craft some music and he can put together some beautiful, beautiful electronica. And I, I loved, I loved, loved, loved everything off of his album uh, earlier this year. And um, quality, quality piece of music. I loved it. Number 13 for me goes to the song Fuck by Oliver Tree. Oh my god. <laughs> this song has grown on me beyond belief because the first time that I heard it, it was like a joke. And it's yeah. grown on me that much. And like, I couldn't take it seriously because of the video the first time that I watched it. And the video is just him in a room filled with himself and like killing himself with different weapons. How can you take that serious? You can't. But the music and the actual like beat and everything has grown on me so much it's really good it's really quality for oliver tree i was really impressed and honestly he's had a huge year this year and like hurt is in my opinion the best song he's ever put out and that was on an ep that came out this year and nina and i were talking about this technically that doesn't count since the song came out 2018, came out 2018 yeah but hey. really late 2018 granted but still came out 2018 Number 12. <laughs> good old good old Uncle Danny had a great year this year with his new album, you know what I'm saying? And I I love Danny Brown to death at this point. He is one of the most interesting and charismatic people in hip hop right now. His new album was fantastic, and the lead single off of that, Dirty Laundry, uh, hits my number 12 spot for just how clever and off the wall that the instrumental and everything is, and his delivery uh, is very, very different, but you know what? It's Danny Brown. Don't question it. Bars on top of bars. They're hilarious. They're witty uh, in every single sense of the word. Gotta give it to Danny for giving one of the most off the wall hip-hop experiences this year all right getting into my uh number 12 this one goes to an artist who we actually reviewed last year goes to simmel goes to his song the bird incredible song immaculate so many layers so many things going on so cohesive it's a really really impressive track coming in at my number 11 i think we're at is clipping with club down i heard a lot of really weird hip-hop this year and this this is kind of taking the cake. They released it right around Halloween, and the theme of the album is all, like, almost horrorcore, but not really. It's just really, really inspired by horror and horror movies and all that shit, and it's got a really, really kind of toxic, bloody, dark vibe that it has across the album. This song is insane, and the, the hook is ridiculous. The sounds are something straight out of the Psycho soundtrack. It's, like, very, it's very ambient, it's very spacious, but it's all 
also very crushing at the same time. A lot of the times with the drum hits and everything, and I, I loved it. Clipping put together a very, very good album this year. Go check that out as well. Coming down to number 11, on my side, it goes to Ilo Milo by Billie Eilish. Ilo Milo was my favorite track on her new project. It stuck with me the most. The song is about her favorite video game. It's really cute, quaint, producing is incredible. Her brother Phineas is really talented. She's talented. Everything came together for this track and I love it. I live for it. Okay, getting into our top 10 now. The top 10 songs, here we go. Coming in at number 10 was a band we very recently reviewed from the new Hikes Project, Been Thinking. And this song is one of the greatest math rock songs that was released this year, period. If not the greatest, and holy shit, the talent, holy shit, the talent that shines through in this song. The riffs are incredible. Just a really, really well-crafted and produced song for such a small artist, and for any artist in general for that matter, and I was super, super impressed. Uh, by this song and that entire album. It's so organic feeling and the band comes together with such a great sense of cohesion and God did I love it to death. The talent is palpable. It's just an incredible track. So that's where I'm at with number 10. Loved it. My number 10 goes to a remix by a rather large artist and it is The Hype by 21 Pilots. I love the remix so much. Turns out I like it more than the original hype on the album Trench, which came out in October last year. Fantastic. It's so fun. The video came out on YouTube of him making it in the studio and he made it in one day while they were in Germany playing a festival show and he starts off in the morning making this goes to the show, plays the show, comes back to the studio, finishes it at like two in the morning before their flight and him dancing around the studio with his wife and everything. The whole deal, I loved it. It's adorable, it's fun, it's, I love 21 Pilots and this is one of the few things they put out this year. So it's just, it's really solid, it's fun. My number nine goes to a band that I can actually uh, credit Fantano with uh, earlier this year with his series that he doesn't really do anymore, I guess, but that's re the, the Reviewing Your Music series. I don't know if you ever saw that on his like second channel, I think, where he went through and he would tweet out for other artists, small artists, to tweet him their music, and he would go through and review it. And one of the songs, or one of the artists that really struck me was Johnny Manchild and the Poor Bastards. And <laughs> that, that name is a mouthful. He reviewed their track, The Message, and The Message was great. It's what got me into them. But they released another single this year, and I could not get enough of it. Um, and that was their single, Radio. This band, again, just oozes talent. But they also bring such a fun mix of piano rock and pop rock. And they sound like a much more fun-loving, like, Panic at the Disco or Fallout Boy, but leagues better. I loved 
I loved this song, and I loved their output so far. I want to see them release another project, full-length project, um, because that would be fantastic. Of this stuff, it's incredible. They have such a fantastic mix of jazz in with their pop rock as well, and they bring in a lot of horns on their tracks, and there's a lot of drama. There's a lot of great build sections as well, and wonderful, wonderful keyboard licks. Just absolutely fantastic in every sense of the word. And this track as well has a fantastic hook. They have a knack for writing some good pop rock tunes. Like, they could be pop rock revivalists, because there hasn't been a really new pop rock band to really be successful recently. If they gain traction, I can see it happening. I really, really could, because they release some quality, quality music. Again, I am, I, I fucking love jazz, and their combination of pop rock and jazz just is my shit. Yeah, I, I love it. I die for it, and I just, I absolutely adored this song. So, th this was for sure one of my favorite tracks of the year. So, coming in at number nine for me is La 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 by Y2K and Baby No Money. Fantastic song. It's a song that can go in any playlist for any occasion. Played in your car, played in your house, played in your church. It's a incredible. <laughs> played in your church. It's an incredible, it. incredible song. And it's a trap song, but for me, it really shows how unchartered the trap territory is and how much can be done with it. I thought that it was kind of going to be one of those things like dubstep where you kind of reach a point where everything sounds like everything. I think trap is a little different. I think it has more space and more room to grow. This song makes me excited for that and I hope that I get to hear more things like it. Coming in at number 8, Beta Male Strategies by JPEG Mafia. Again, heard a lot of weird hip-hop this year. JPEG Mafia right now is the sad boy weirdo. He is the poster boy for weirdo rap right now. And I love it. Album this year was super fucking depressive. It was very, very dark. And there was a lot of bat shit insane ideas and stuff on there one of the i think the lead single and the first track on the album is called jesus please forgive me i am a thought <laughs> i love the guy's personality and just his f no fucks given attitude about what anybody thinks about him and this song again is just batshit crazy with some of the lo-fi production and all of the left hooks that it throws he is the king of left hooks when it comes to this kind of stuff and he's so good at structuring tracks in ways that you would never think to do they make sense anyway and it just works and i fucking love it it's it's so so off the wall i i love jpeg mafia to death i cannot wait uh to hear where he turns next the second that i get an excuse to see him live i'm gonna go see him live because i've heard that that is an experience in and of itself as well good on the man for dropping again a super quality album this year and a super fucking quality track here with beta mouse strategy my number eight goes to a very successful artist this year tyler the creator is new magic wand fantastic fantastic grew on me over time as a lot of these tracks did but it, i always go back to it it's on a lot of my playlists igor was one of the best albums of the year hands down if not the best album this year we'll get into that at some point though we'll have it, that it was so you. so good and there were so many it's really tough to pick a track from 
his album to put on here but i really really enjoyed this track it was it's so good there's so many layers to it kanye feature is awesome it's just it's so good Seven for me, Tom York. Tom York had a uh, massive impact on me this year, and I couldn't, I couldn't not include him on this list. The track I think that number one emotionally hits me the most, and really just it stuck with me a lot. Even though I was busy listening to so much music this year, so I didn't get to revisit things very much. But the thing that I mean, along with his fantastic Netflix special, the 15-minute long thing, number seven for me goes to his track off of his new album, Dawn Chorus. God damn, is this track emotionally potent in every single sense of the word emotional. And from his delivery to the instrumental, it's so ambient and spacious and it's so simple, as well as they're basically like not being a time signature or anything or a beat that he keeps to. It's kind of just free-flowing and it happens. God, is it beautiful. It is so gorgeous and i'm sitting here pretty much almost tearing up just thinking about the song because it is so fantastic but tom york one of the artists that i look up to most in music in general i think he is one of the greatest minds to ever happen to anything in music he's released so much incredible material game-changing ideas on all, almost all of his albums with radiohead I'm just super glad that his solo material lives up to the lives up to the hype. At least, latest one did. Uh, for me, Dawn Chorus was one of the best moments in music this year. Can I? I can't stop saying that I loved shit, but I really loved it. Um, that's it for me. Back to you, Tyler. Number seven goes to an artist that's been in the game for a while. Someone who we reviewed earlier this year, and it goes to Tom York. My number seven place goes to what I thought was a bigger sound, but off of the same project, Anima. Mine goes to Traffic. I knew it. I fucking knew it. I knew you were going to give it to Traffic. Absolutely love Traffic. I'm not going to rehash any of the things Ian just said. Tom York has had a huge influence on my music taste this year. I've gone back and listened to all of Radiohead's music and several of Tom's other solo projects. He's really changed the game in numerous ways. Number six for me. I almost can't explain the connection I made with this song. God, this is such a good, this is going to be a weird one for me to explain. Number seven. For me, it goes to the Sandy Alex G track off of his latest album, uh, and that is Southern Sky. I I don't know much about this artist. I liked a couple of tracks on it, but Southern Sky, I heard earlier this year, and I, it confused me a little bit because I didn't know if I liked it or not. It's very rustic, and it's kind of nostalgic in a way that I can't really describe. But there's something about his vocal inflection, I think, as well as the rustic quality that it has with its... And it's it's so downtrodden. I don't know why I connected it so much with it so much, but I did. Uh, the song itself is extremely well-written. The fiddles and stuff like that, it's so, so sweet. And 
it was so emotionally potent for me just listening to it and this was one of the songs that i i found later on in the year but i could not stop listening to it i was so hooked i loved this song to death um all of the ideas on it are great i just love the quality of the song i i connected with it so much i think i really think it deserves the spot where it's at for me Number six for me goes to someone who I didn't exactly love at first. Hobo Johnson and Typical Story. Yes! Yeah, I mean, it's just really, really good. The song makes me happy, man. It's a good song. I, it's so I don't have anything to say. He just played uh, Ramshead in Baltimore like a couple weeks ago. God, I should have gone. I wish we'd gone to that. Should have gone, but damn, we'll be at the next one. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Dude has made big impact on me the last month. Number five. Number five for me. I'm going to slow down here a little bit because uh, this was an artist that we didn't get around to reviewing this year. And I really wish we had because this album was probably one of the most batshit insane experiences that I've had this year. Even more so than the Charlie XCX project, actually. They kind of uh, fuse math rock with some really really like post-punky vibes sometimes and it's there's so much technicality that goes into it there's some hardcore rock that goes into it as well it's this was one of the weirdest experiences that i've had with music this year by just how unbelievably unrelenting this project was the vocal inflections all across the project the weird song structures and the raw energy and talent that comes across as well this is one of the bigger uh, UK bands that have come out of the underground this year. I'm talking about Black Midi, and they released a new project this year titled Schlagenheim. Some of my favorite songs, period, from this year have come off this project, but I don't think anything I listened to off of that project made an impact on me more than the track Near Detroit, Michigan. This song is insane. Through and through, it is a blistering 2 minute 40 second track. Dear God, is it just unrel- I'm gonna use the word unrelenting again. It just- it gives zero fucks, and it plows forward, whether you like it or not. Uh, the riffs are insane, as well as the cooldown section is just fantastic. The guy's vocal inflections across the song are great. It's about how Michigan is fucking up its water source, and the- the hook at the end of the song, as he's just screaming his lungs out, is that there's lead in the water, and it is so hard-hitting. It is unbelievably like it's very very dark and morbid existential on an existential level uh and there is a an extreme sense of foreboding and dread on the song that just i cannot help but feeling and i start like it's like a fight or flight reflex for me when it comes on and i just i cannot help but go ape shit when i hear it um it, it just had a, a i had such a physical response to this track and I was so impressed with this band this year. This is going to be one of the bands that I pay closest attention to in the coming years because I think that this is one of the most promising alternative acts that have come out of the UK in a while. Definitely one of the weirder ones. Their ideas are very forward-thinking. I can't wait to hear what they do next. For, uh, Near Detroit, Michigan, though, was probably my favorite track off of that album. Fuck you, I don't give a shit because I loved it, so...
All right, so here I am at my number five. My number five is someone who's already been in my top 20. Would you look at that? It goes to the incredible Denzel Curry. The song is Ricky. Wow. Yeah. I I was not expecting that one. That that was a that was a fucking left hook. Holy shit. The song is a banger. He had an amazing year. His lyrics are so fun. The beat is so bouncy and just I mean the song structure is unconventional. It's just really impressive that he stands out so much among all of the garbage that there is in the, the genre. He stands out so much. I would listen to his songs all day. Yes. Yeah. So solid. And honestly, they're really hype. He is not bad at getting a room excited. He's oh, no. very, very, very talented. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a, a spoiler alert. Denzel Curry doesn't show up on my list, but he had an incredible year and I give all of the props in the world to that guy. Number four for me goes to Typical Story by Hobo Johnson. The, I listened to this song so much this year that it's unbelievable. I think his project was the one that I was most hyped for throughout the year just because of this song. I had no idea what to expect when this project came out. I am glad that I didn't have any expectations because uh, they would have been punched in the face by what we got. Typical Story is bomb and it's got some humongous punk guitars uh, that I did not see coming from sad boy Mr. Hobo Johnson. The message of the song is incredible. All of the lyrics are great, and he's fun-loving as hell. The riff that gets on the bridge of the song is hype as hell. All of the little switch-ups in the song are incredible. The song is immaculately produced. You can hear every single thing in it. The hook so good. It's just it's one of the most gripping tracks that I've heard this year. It's got such a great narrative. Hobo Johnson had an incredible year this year. The dude deserves all the respect in the world. Unfortunately, he's clowned on more than he should be. I think with him sticking it out this year and really making waves, making a fantastic project, making one of the best songs of the fucking year, without a fucking doubt in my mind, one of, making one of the most fun songs I've heard this year. Humongous props to Hobo Johnson for this song because this song is so hype for me. Um, and I am going to continue coming back to this for the rest of my life. I loved it so much. God damn did I love it. My number four goes to a longtime favorite of mine. Thought that the project itself was pretty mediocre, but this song is so good and i go back to it very often it is dance with you off of the judah and the lion album i don't think anyone has heard it it's amazing it's a really 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 good track and they played it live and it didn't let down at all it was, that was so song live. so live. solid so fun they have the most fun live set like of most of the bands i've ever seen fun as in like there's a banjo player and a mandolin player on stage and we're jumping around like it's a rave shit you know? absolutely none given it's so fun it's the most fun environment it feel like a family there and i feel like a family being let in on this song it's just it's awesome
Tyler mentioned this one on his list earlier. I'm not gonna lie. When I first heard this track, I thought it was I thought it was a joke. I thought that it was a cruel joke against humanity. Upon further listens, I soon found myself really liking it. And at first, I hated myself for liking this song. And then I grew annoyingly apologetic, showing it to everyone that I knew. My girlfriend hated me for about two weeks because um, I would not stop playing this song. Shoutouts to Abby for being a real one because I would have left me for doing this. Y2K and B Baby No Money track La 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 comes in at number three for me. I loved this song that much. It is a short two minute song. It's so mindless. It's just so carefree. It's so dumb and it's so stupid, but I love, I love that quality about it because it's just so, I don't give a fuck if I'm stupid. I'm just gonna have fun anyway. I, that's what it makes me feel like. I know I'm an idiot listening to this song, but I don't care because it's that much fucking fun. And the, the hook is fucking great. All of the vocal lines and stuff like that are great. The Latin feel that the song has is actually implemented very very well i will say and it's one of the most fun songs that i heard this year and apparently y2k was homeschooled so shout outs to that guy for making it i love your hair god damn did i have so much fun listening to this song i will continue having fun listening to it for the next foreseeable future Thank you, Tyler, for showing me this song, because I don't know how I lived without it now that I have it. You're welcome. This is uh this is a big one for me. It's 909 by Eden. Some of the most gorgeous orchestrated music that I've heard this year. The strings are incredible. The direction that the song takes is incredible. The music video that came out with the song is cinematic, really incredible. The use of uh what are the pitches? in between the frequencies in between notes called microtones microtones microtonal in guitars like solo just absurd absolutely under the radar nobody knows about it really 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 quality music i had the pleasure to see eden last year in november and his set was so impressive he's beyond talented and because i feel like he leaves such a small um footprint online not a lot of people know about him or his music and he's kind of he's gotten a little boost this year because his song sex has been really popular on tiktok it just has he deserves all the credit in the world his music Agreed. is so much better than so much that's out there so he has my number three spot that song was incredible Coming in at number two, New Magic Wand, Tyler the Creator. This song is the most unrelenting banger 
of the year. It is banger of the year. I have absolutely no problem saying that. I heard this man live this summer with my brother and friend. Tyler, the creator, I think played one of the most impressive sets that I've ever seen in my life. Probably one of my favorite shows I've ever seen or ever attended. I don't care that we didn't have the best spots in the venue. I just couldn't give a shit. It was so much fun. This song has one of the biggest fuck you attitudes of the year and it's so off the wall too just all of the metallic percussion going throughout the track the massive bass one of the most massive basses this year it's enormous the track again i'm gonna use the word bombastic because that's what it is and tyler the creator is so aggressive that it's ungodly the final leg of this track gives me chills every time i listen to it with the descending bass and everything like that it's just it is so unapologetic and i love that about the track the man released a fantastic album this year with igor honestly every song off of that album pretty much is my favorite all of them are great but this one left one of the biggest imprints of the year on me i could not get enough of this song and it took me a long time to really get into the project it took me a long time to really love it it took me a while i'm not gonna lie and if you're one of those people that like never really got into it because it was just it just wasn't for you or anything i implore you please go back to it because some of the most genius hip-hop to come out of this decade has been on that album and there's so much more than hip-hop on that album too and i mean this song is just in a way my favorite on the album and i i had to give it to this song for just how fucking genius and off the wall it is and tyler the creator is one of my if not my favorite artist in music or uh favorite hip-hop artist in the game right now because he's just <laughs> he's such a character and it comes across in his music he's fucking mastermind and i have to give it to the man for the incredible year that he had this year props to you tyler the creator for releasing a fucking quality song So my number two is going to another underrated artist. Lucy Rose, solo, play on words. It's solo, parentheses, W, so it could be solo like she's on her own or so low. She's feeling low. The song is just gorgeous. It's the prettiest song that's come out of this year, in my opinion. Very close to it. It's got to be up there for me. It's not like anything else that I've heard this year. This doesn't feel like a 2019 song. This feels like something that came out of the past and was hidden, but nope, it came out this year. It's really, really ridiculous that this is a 2019 track. It doesn't even make sense to me. Lucy Rose has an incredible voice. This is the perfect song for her. The chord progression is really clever and really well done across this track. It was hard to pick between this song and another song with the confines of this world which was also on that project those two tracks to me were really close but this one definitely takes the cake and i knew exactly where this song was going in my chart when i started making this list so that should tell you like i didn't even have to think about it it's just this is number two for me this is such a good song number number one for me is lucy rose solo number one song of the year 
This song had the biggest emotional impact on me this year. I tear up every time I get to the last part of the song. Like, I just can't help it. It, it is just, it, it was the song for me this year. No matter how many times I went back to it, it never got old. I never, I, I even started looking for problems with the song and I just can't find them. This has become one of my favorite songs of all time. And I remember the exact setting that I was in when Tyler told me to fucking listen to this song as quick as I could. Um, and I did. It was at like 2.30 in the morning. Um, and I just, I couldn't sleep. And apparently neither could Tyler. And he was like, yo, you need to listen to this song because it's insane. I was like, okay, I mean, what else am I going to do? Just watch porn for the rest of the night? No, I'm going to listen to music like a good little Christian boy. So I went to uh, Apple Music, typed in Lucy Rose, and uh, listened to that song. And at first, in the kind of arrested mental state that I was being, it was 2.30 in the morning, I was like, whoa, this is nuts. And then I, I listened to it, I think, twice that night. And then I woke up the next morning and I listened to it. And I proceeded to listen to the song 10 more times that day. I couldn't stop. I listened to the entire album front to back like three times in one day. I was so unbelievably blown away. I can't describe how the track just makes me feel with her. Her voice is fantastic, but, and I mean, the first part of the track is gorgeous. It's just her on the piano. And I mean, I have no problem with that. I fucking love it to death. Uh, just the emotional impact of that. But then Towards the end of the track, just the arrangement of instrumentation from the strings to the horns to saxophone solo. The, the amount of feeling that is put into the last leg of this song, it moves me in a way that not much music does to me. Um, and I mean, I'm, I'm moved by music. I, I love music, but it doesn't... Things have to be really good to strike me in the feels like that, and it, it does. Uh, and I, I agree with what Tyler said earlier. It doesn't sound like it comes out of 2019. It's like it's transcendental in a way. Um, it's just, it's timeless. I could not love this song more. Uh, this has actually become one of my favorite songs of all time. God, God damn, I cannot praise this song enough. Um, it was the most emotional moment for, 20, for 2019 music that I had this year. I had to give it to this song. There was no doubt in my mind when I was making this list. I was like, yeah, this is, this is my number one. It has to be, and I do not regret a single thing putting it here. My number one of 2019 is I Think by Tyler, the I Creator. Fucking, I fucking knew it. I did know it. <laughs> I've, I've played this song more than any other song this year. I've listened to this song more than any other song this year. I have dissected every second of this song, and it is just immaculate. It's incredible. Tyler is such a talented human and the assortment and the arrangement of beats and sounds and grain and everything on this the little like flute synths that come in and surround it and the piano that takes the song out oh my god this song is just flawless it's perfect the lyrics i'm just shaking my head in disbelief the song the song is perfect it's 
uncontested to be my favorite song of 2019. You know, I thought so many times during the summer when I'm jamming to that song, just listening to it, this is my favorite song this year. This is my favorite song. And it never, the feeling never went away. I listened to the song like six times a week. <laughs> it's so, so good. That, that has to be my number one. It's not even close to anything else. It's, it's way above all the other ones in terms of favoritism. Wow solid list this year i feel so confident about these these are these, these are this is fucking good music people go and fucking listen to it if you haven't already uh and i i guess we can do an outro why not let's take it to an outro top 20 songs of the year that's kind of all there was to it uh we kind of felt the need to do this since we felt a lot more prepared than we did last year um i'm proud of my list and i know tyler's proud of his so shoot us a dm or something telling us what your favorite songs of the year were i we'd be so interested to hear about it tell us if we were dead fucking wrong and um or if we missed something or anything honestly just hearing your opinions hearing your feedback is always great Tyler, do you have anything, any closing remarks? I picked all songs that came out in 2019 this time. I did the, I did the thing correctly. Yay! We're proud of you for not being a, I can't say that word. Uh, Yeah, dumbass. Thank you for listening. We have new episodes coming out Friday at 9am. It's going to be awesome. We'll see you there. Yeah. You can now donate to us on Anchor. Yay. dot com slash sound audits if you would like to help us get a new microphone so we can have Give very us more exciting money. <laughs> we need more money we're broke keep on the lookout also for new activity on our on our uh, social medias especially the instagram uh we update that pretty regularly um as well as keep on the lookout for new episodes coming out possibly more frequently in the coming weeks uh since we will be f- much more free now it is now that it is winter break and maybe even throughout january as well looking forward to 2020 and the new music that 2020 will bring as well that's pretty much it isn't it yeah keep on the lookout for new episodes we love you all um thank you so much for all of the undying support that we get on these episodes as well it means a lot if you have any interesting albums that you think we should review or any suggestions for our podcast or special episodes that you'd like to see us do shoot us a dm hit us in the comments something like that let us know what your thoughts and opinions are and yeah we will see you in the next episode take care goodbye